It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, let's get out of the Smart Rain special guest line. Joining us now, he joins us weekly here on The Big Show. He is Utah tight end Cole Fotheringham with us. Hey, Cole, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Hey, we're doing all right. Uh, you guys uh, put the, the rivalry game behind you quite yet? You moving on to San Diego State? Yes, sir. We got the film in this morning. Uh, we're going to make the corrections, and now our focus is on uh, San Diego State. Moving on Cole. to those guys. Oh, sorry. Uh, what was it like uh, afterward? I mean, coaches like to use these situations as teaching moments. Uh, what 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 did you see that stood out to you as a needing improvement? I think that, you know, as a team we came out um, – Probably, well, we were confident, maybe a little too confident, and BYU had a great game plan, and they played a great game. And they gave it to us, so all the respect to those guys down there. And, uh, you know, we learned from the tape, from our mistakes, and now we're, we're ready to get after the next opponent. Speaking of that, uh, Coach Wood said at his press conference today, he felt like some of the issues on offense were you know, simple mistakes, uh, stuff, uh, you know, he didn't feel like the offense was out physical or beat up or anything like that. He felt like it was just, you know, some execution issues. And I guess with that in mind, how hard are those things to clean up as an offense? Is it just a matter of concentration or preparation or, or how do you go about doing that? Yeah, like, for example, on some of the plays we, we had – guys get the wrong call in the huddle so you know playing in an environment like that down in, in the Villa River Stadium where it was rocking pretty good um you know stuff like that can't happen so we gotta like you said dial up our, our concentration levels and just really uh get get in the zone for those kind of games and make sure that those little minute minute things don't happen because they really do make a difference um at the end of the game when it's all sort of done you know, you guys work so hard. You're busting your humps, trying to perfect what you do, and you come into a game like that and, and you end up losing. Uh, obviously, everybody knows that sucks. I get it. But from a player who's investing as much as you are and all the other guys too, what, what, how do you respond to it from, a, from an emotional standpoint? I think it's okay to feel those emotions. Um the night of and even throughout the weekend because we do put so much time and effort into it and when when everything is not clicking at all cylinders you know it does it's a really crappy situation it sucks but um it is about how you respond so i mean football that's why i think football is so great because it teaches you so many life lessons like even in life when things are going your way i mean you could be trying your hardest and doing everything right but if it doesn't go your way it's like how are you going to respond are you going to just you know sit and pat about it or are you going to go strap it up and, and and get after it again for the next week what was coach Witt like after the game coach Witt was uh i think he was more shocked than anything to be honest um he was disappointed and i think he knew that it was really it was. It wasn't like he was pointing fingers on anybody on any side of the ball or on the players or the coaches. It was just a collective, um, you know, a collective disappointment that everyone felt. And um, I, I know now that he. I mean, he's he's just learning, taking it as a learning opportunity. 
looking at it as, as a chance to kind of wake us up and, and get ready for San Diego State and then into, into conference play. You know, that's a really good point there, Cole, because um, you guys, okay, you lose to your rival in state. We get that. But you still have everything to play for. You still have a championship, a conference championship to play for. That must be a real redeeming value to be able to rally around. Exactly. Um, we haven't lost um, the vision of our of our overall goal this year, which is to win a Pac-12 championship. And, you know, everything didn't go our way that night. And, you know, it's not ideal to get a loss. We would, we would have obviously loved to come out of there with a win, but – that doesn't change where, where, um, where we see ourselves going and, and where we believe we can get to. So the confidence didn't wane at all, huh? Um, I don't, I don't think so. I think that we're gonna we're gonna take it and and learn from it, but we're still confident in in this team and in our abilities, and, and we're gonna make the changes that we need to, and we're gonna go moving forward full steam ahead. So this weekend's game is in Carson, playing San Diego State, but uh, their their new stadium won't be ready for next year. So playing, you know, in Southern California, but a little further north, right uh, there in Carson. And you're you're a Southern California guy, and I got to imagine not a lot of Aztec fans will be going to the game with it so far away. So I guess my question is, who will be more represented in the stands, <laughs> Aztec fans or the Fotheringham family? <laughs> um. Well, my family's out here in Utah now, but I, I don't. I don't actually think anybody from my family will be there. Um, maybe some. Maybe some friends down in, in Southern California. I think we play at the Home Depot Center, so not too big. Too big of a venue. Um, I remember going to a state championship there one year with my dad. So I, I'm excited to get back down into in Southern California, feel some humidity on my skin, and and hopefully get after the, the Aztecs. What's it like? I mean, I know that's not your home, but what's it like to go back, to go back to a region of the country where, you know, you are familiar with, you've been there before, you know, it, 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 does it feel different? Does it feel weird? Does it feel good? What? I, I really love going back. Um, I, I think that it's a, a great place and I love just being out there in, in the heat. And the last couple times we have gone there, I think when we played UCLA my freshman year in Southern California, I scored. And then USC my sophomore year, I scored. So hopefully we can keep that trend going and and uh, keep the, the output going up when, when we go down into Southern California. Is that important for recruits who, who leave Southern California to come to Utah that, uh, to know that, you know, the youth will be back in that area at least once a year, as you indicate with UCLA or USC, or in this case, uh, a couple of times a year. Is that a big deal for recruits from down there? I think it definitely does help. Um, knowing that you're going to be able to go down there and play in front of your, in front of your friends and family and, in many cases, play the schools that maybe didn't recruit, like a UCLA or a USC. Some guys on our team obviously have gotten recruited by those guys, but to to be able to show the schools that that might have passed you up what you can do, I think it's pretty pretty cool opportunity. Do you keep track of what other teams in the Pac-12 are doing? Obviously, Oregon had the big win over Ohio State. UCLA has looked good, and Stanford beats USC. Do you guys track that stuff, or do you just keep your your focus directly toward the ground, toward moving ahead yourself. 
Um, I'm definitely aware of what's going what's going on. I think most of us are at least if, if they're not watching the games, they're at least following the scores to kind of see what's happening in the conference to see where everyone stands. And um, I mean, I'm not watching every single game from start to finish. That it really doesn't happen until until you're preparing for that team. Um, then you start watching the game film a little more intensely. San Diego State looked uh, looked good this week, uh, really handling a Pac-12 team in Arizona. I'm not sure how much film you've watched on them just yet, but what do you think about uh, this week's foe? Yeah, we started watching today some film. Um, they're a really tough team, very athletic. Uh, defensively, they they got after those guys the, against Arizona, and they put on a really good show. So I think I think we have our hands full. We got to prepare and have a really good week of practice and, and go down there um, feeling confident and ready to go. Obviously, you're used to playing in front of large crowds. You do it all the time. But I'm curious to know what it's like to play in, in that rivalry game in front of a full stadium where you're on the road and most of the people in the stands have blue on and they're yelling like crazy. Uh, are you able to block all that stuff out or do you? does it make you think about the circumstance in which you find yourself? Um, I try my best to block it out, but I mean, I, I'm not going to lie that there's a there's a lot of people in there and it's loud and it's such a fun environment to, to go down there and to even like super blessed to just be even a part of that rivalry game and be able to play in it. Um, they do a really good job of filling that place up and and keeping the energy high and, and supporting their team even through thick and thin. So got to give, give it up to them. You know, you played at home week one and then that environment you're talking about week two with, uh, with BYU, is it, you know, after what you experienced last year, is it, is yeah. it just nice having that energy there, that juice? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's, it's night and day difference. You know, last year was so, I mean, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. So foreign and just different with nobody there. It didn't even really feel like, like college football at times, but, um, it's so nice to get back to that and to have everyone come together to support their teams and, and cheer everybody on. It's really cool. So to wrap up, um, how would you, if you were going to encapsulate, what the experience was like uh, a Saturday night, how the team absorbed the loss, and what how it turns its attention to what comes next. I don't know. Put all that in your words. We call, tell, tell our listeners the whole process that you're going through uh, from Saturday night on. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously Saturday night is a huge punch in the gut. Um, we were all bummed out and obviously no one I mean we hate to lose but when it's a rivalry game and an in-state game and we know that there's um, you know going to be a lot of talk and we're going to hear it from them like yeah it sucks but we're just going to have to take it own up to it own our mistakes correct them and now we're we're looking forward full steam ahead we're not um, we're putting that game in the rear view and, and you know all you can do is learn from it and get ready for the next game. So that's where we're at right now. I would say we're just trying to dial in what we want to do exactly um, offensively for for this game. And we got to get in the film room, study these guys up. They got um, a lot of different pressure looks and different things that they do on on defense that we got to get ready for. So that's where we're at. 
Cole, I know it's not easy sometimes jumping on the radio right after yeah. tough losses, so yeah. we certainly appreciate you doing it, sharing a little insight. Good luck this weekend uh, down there in Carson against San Diego State. Appreciate it, guys. Uh, wait, I got one more for you, Cole, before you go. Yeah. Uh, we were talking earlier about what the job of a tight end and what they do, and we were talking about how much they love catching the ball, but blocking is important to all the other sort of, you know, creating space for the run game and also protecting the quarterback. Uh, do, do you get a sense of fulfillment out of doing the, the the more, you know, the gritty stuff, or do you want to be catching passes all day? I mean, everyone wants to be catching passes, but uh, there's only so many opportunities you get, and when, when you get them, you got to make the most out of them. But I do get a lot of um, satisfaction, like you said, out of making a, a good block for the running back or, or creating lanes. Like I think that is just as impactful for for our team. And you know, I'm trying to do my best when whenever I'm I'm asked to do anything uh, in, in this offense. And I just want to you know give everything I got in every play, every rep I get. So I think that that run blocking and even if you get put into some pass pro, like those are or roles that you got to own and and you got to do it to the best of your ability because it it all matters. Thanks, Cole. We appreciate you, buddy. Yep. There you go, uh, Cole Fotheringham. He's going to join us every Monday at five thirty here on the Big Show. Pretty good stuff there. From that Cole. was really good stuff yeah. from Cole. All all of it, absolutely. Did you get a sense from him about an attitude thing with the with the uh, Utes? It seems he seems like he's really healthy. That uh, he's ready to really, as he said, turn that page and move on to what comes next. Yep. What else can you do? But I'll bet with some guys, it's hard. It's very difficult to do that because they, all the fans out there who are listeners or fans of the Utes, it's tough for you. But think about the players. Yeah. And they don't have a ton of time to do it either. you got to yeah. turn the page. And, and honestly, San Diego State, this is not, a, uh, not an easy game. San yeah. Diego State is going to bring it. And they play you know, a brand of football that can be tough to play against. So, and you're on the road. Well, kind of. In a way, yeah. How far is Carson from San Diego? Oh, uh, well, I would guess, what is that, hour and a half maybe? Uh, give me miles. Don't give me did time. I don't know. What, what, I would guess 90 miles? It's clearly 112 and a half Wow, it's more than I even thought, 112 and a half. That's yeah. a long way away. Two hours, one minute, really. I remember sitting at Jack Murphy or Qualcomm, whatever you want to call it, once before. And I don't remember whether it was the Utes or it was the Cougars playing against San Diego State. But I was sitting in the press box and looking out over the stadium, and it is open air. And it was like four minutes before the kickoff, and there were like two people there. Two people. I couldn't believe it. Is there going to be a football game or not? I don't know whether the Aztec fans are really, at least at that time, were too fired up about their team. Well, to, to steal your UCLA take, what do you expect in a stadium that big, Gordon? <laughs> yeah, but this what, was... what do you expect? There, there was probably thousands of people, but in that cavernous stadium, you, it looked to you like two. What are they supposed to do? Eventually, fans for the other team showed up, you know, and uh, but uh, the Aztec fans were kind of sparse, you know. Were they? They were social distancing. Hmm.
Stay tuned. More Big Show Live from the, the Dish Professionals coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.